unsuspecting stranger. This is why you play better that. know the yep. truth of wrong from right. Our guest today can sing this. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, and Logan Coach Traveling Studios today, our guest, the great all-time bareback NFR riding cowboy. I, I said that all stupid. That's why I'm not an announcer. Um, one of the best personalities in the history of pro rodeo and a good friend of ours, both Tilden Hooper. That was a nice intro. I that like was that. a nice intro. <laughs> that was great. That's okay, true. so uh, you love to ride bareback horses too. The or when handbone? When do you play that for Tilden? When you get off? When or? he gets off? Uh, I don't really hit it if he's uh, like last night and got beat <laughs> the shit out of him. Uh, I didn't really play it because he's not going to get up and be like, yeah. But uh, you no, know, I like actually San Juan, did get up and say, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm still it's alive. Over. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, I made it. <laughs> Well, you know, I like playing, because uh, he, he, you know, Tilden's joke around, and he's like, ah, I like that, or he sings it, and so, of course, I just download it. This is all it. a part of a plan of mine, and it's actually, uh, I'm going to, they're going to do a remake of Walker, Texas Ranger, and I'm going to be like Walker's son, who's now saving the Dallas-Fort Worth area, yes. and I just thought, if we start playing this song now, and I get on the right podcast, mention it to the right people, the right people hear it, next thing you know. It could happen. It could happen. It could happen. You know the... Um, on Walker, Texas Ranger, when they have the bull riding scene where um, Chuck Norris has to ride the ride a bull to save the a yeah, it's a, Billy, it's a Billy Bob's. Yeah, do you know who got on that bull? Who Gary Case? Gary Case, the really? judge. Nice, <laughs> yeah. Gee, Already G-funk. one of the cooler judges. And yeah. After that, that's kind of. Do you know who who also was in that in another bull riding scene? Roy Doyle. Me Rump and Roy Doyle. <laughs> so uh, we. Uh, and that, that actually the uh, was it CDs, the yeah, bar. The white that's actually the white elephant. Uh, in the, they're in the stockyards where they filmed that. So I don't. Yeah, a lot so of we, Walker Texas Ranger knowledge between those three. We have one of the greatest bareback riders ever, and we're talking about Walker Texas <laughs> Ranger. Is that show still on? Um, it's I'm on sure. at my grandma's house right now. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> We've been watching reruns of that for about 50 years. You, you kind of got the vibe though. You got the Walker Texas Ranger beard right now. You got the. Uh, the beautiful flowing hair, as yes. always. Yeah. I and, mean, you can take a lot from Walker, Texas Ranger. Um, Attitude, style, so, roundhouse sorry, kicks, sorry, tight I jeans. Got, I got to stop this conversation. Um, I have to tell you this. Okay. I'm sorry, but um, your wife's in my bed in, in my hotel room. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I just have to tell Don't you Don't make that. this weird. Yeah, really. <laughs> Way to kill the vibe. We're talking about roundhouse kicks. <laughs> I know how to roundhouse kick if things get well, a little Well, I've been squirty. looking down at all this equipment. I look up, and, and your, uh, your your wife has come with you today, which, mm-hmm. welcome. welcome. Welcome to Rub Chat. Thank you for joining us. Oh. Anyway, and I'm like, ah, she's in my bed. Yep. Do, you know, do you know that I ha- I well, can kick what I think every morning when I wake up, I'm like, wow. <laughs> wow. Still what? here. I can't believe it. <laughs> yes. Shit. I think we're all that way. It's yeah. like, wow, all the... God, thank you for not taking out... <laughs> Yeah, plus like any more, me and Hambone, we get pretty wild. So last night after the rodeo, get this, the rodeo's over. We come back and we watch Netflix and order a pizza. And uh, 11 o'clock, we're snoozing. Except for Hambone about every three hours. Rump, roll over, you're snoring. (laughs) Party and Piala. This is us. 
A day in the life of J.R. Rump went a little something like this. Nine o'clock, coffee time. Yes. 9.15, biscuits and gravy at the Fairfield Inn. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Complimentary breakfast. 11 o'clock, Rump, Rump Bucks a Rodeo. 12.30, Jimmy John's. Freaky fast. One fifteen nap. Yeah. Four o'clock production meeting. Anyway, something like that. Five o'clock. Sitting around outside the Justin Sports Bathroom trailer and wondering... Talking shit to contestants. <laughs> Waiting for contestants to walk by so you can I, get in I, their face. By the way, you need to join us, uh, uh, you know, pre-show sometime if you want to come get ready and rump or mize rig. We actually... Um, if we're like at Logandale, mm-hmm. where everybody walks by, we actually um, sit there and make fun of people. I'll, you know me. I, I, I love mean, that's making right, fun of that's people. right in your wheelhouse. <laughs> that is my special. Because we're perfect. Uh, so yeah. why wouldn't we? So, uh, yeah. So we actually uh, sit there and, you know, <laughs> some guy will be carrying his rigging in. And, and Rump's famous line is, you come here to ride barebacks? Heck yeah. Why would else would I have this rigging? <laughs> Yeah, I would have I, this bull gear. Uh, there, there is um, not you guys, of course, but you got to admit, every now and then you see some pretty <laughs> different dudes entered in the bareback riding. Bareback riders in general are a different. Species. You have to be to do what you guys do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you go take a pole behind the buck and shoots, not like a, a pole, like a stick. <laughs> like ask people some questions, and uh, you ask all the bull riders and bronc riders if they've ever ridden the bareback, and most of them say no. But if you ask all the bareback riders, they've done every other event in rodeo. <laughs> just sucked at all of them and finally hung up to a bareback, and here we are. <laughs> I can't even imagine, and you know, as much rodeo experience as I, I got on a bareback horse in '98. Uh, Mark Gomes was helping me, and this was one of my skinny days. Did he use his good hand? My strong hand, child. Yes, I got. Quit, put your finger down. I got on a bareback at number forty-two. His Ooh, name was wow. Rusty. And I marked that some bitch Rusty out. Sheriff's badge? No, just Rusty. <laughs> RST. It was an eye on the end, Rusty. I spurred over his neck, and that was the last bareback I got on because to cram your hand into that rigging when it's strapped to like full baggage, ugh, that's got to be a terrible feeling. Once I, well, full baggage has almost killed me a few times, but one of the times at Kansas City, he used to be real bad in the chute, like lay on the side of the chute, and so you'd. When, to get your hand in, that you'd have to pull his head around and get him off the side of the deal. So his head's facing you, you know. He's just mean mugging you when you're trying to cram it in. Yeah, and so I'm like running my hand in, got my head down. Court Shear's got his head back facing me, and I just cracked my hand around. He's standing in the middle of the chute, so I just slid up there and nodded. I forgot Court still had his head. So when I looked up, he was looking me in the eye when I nodded, and then he almost killed me. <laughs> Yikes. Say something, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> mean mugged me and then threw me off so hard that the next weekend at the Wilderness Circuit Finals, a barrel racer came up to Casey Field and asked him if I was okay. She saw <laughs> oh, my God. Jeez. That's a smash. And if somebody's if the barrel racers, <laughs> the barrel racers checking on you. Yep. What, you what's the, the uh, what's the what was the worst? Uh, what horse do you actually do you hate? What was the Biggest hate horse you you yeah. have in your uh, career. If there's a that horse that you hated yeah, getting on, I, but you had to get on uh, X173 Snake Eyes of Westerns. It's a sorrel horse. 
and it's terrible. I tried to cheat on it once, actually. It wouldn't leave the chute, and it would stall a lot. And so I, here at Puyallup, I kind of got a bad go on a horse of Dan Russell's or TJ Corco's, I can't remember, and it smashed me up against the back of the chute and all sorts of stuff. And so the next week I had snake eyes at Pendleton, and snake eyes would stall every time, 10 times out of 10. And I told Dan, I was like, hey, we're not going to try to get him out. Like, I'm, I want the rear ride. You guys owe me. We're going we're gonna to pull a little sideways stuff. So I had Mo Forbes and Cody Wright help me, and we tied him in not to the outside of the chute but the inside of the chute and i told cody right to hang on to his halter and just hold him right there basically and uh anyway i nodded and then the gate opened and he just turned out like he'd done it every day and threw me over his head from the dirt clear out into the grass and i landed damn that's <laughs> and a long that's when ways. i learned that if you try to cheat uh god takes care of that too <laughs> yeah karma instant karma. karma yeah that's the thing about rough stock in general is you pay the piper pretty quick yeah and especially it's got to be rough this time of year you know september it's like we hammo and i've talked about and you've been listening to podcasts you know but especially for bareback riders when you're it's not like you're just getting on some hoppers this time of year you know Mm -hmm. because every stock contractor wants to show out especially because it's almost voting time well and especially in a rodeo like this where all the top guys are the guys who will be voting yeah yeah, and in general, I'll just tell you, like, the winter time, like, we're down there in those building rodeos, and all these horses are fresh, and they're small arenas, and they get up in the air, and they, I mean, they're they're not easier, but they're just better to ride, and then when you come to the Northwest, everything steps forward, and everything hits you, and it's just, it's just a little bit more of a grind. No Does doubt. it feel like, though, and I've said this, and... I don't know if it's right, but does it feel like once September hits, you kind of get like a second wind in rodeo? Like once you get to Puyallup and Pendleton, like it feels like the hot days of summer are over and it just feels so like free. Yeah, absolutely. August sucks. Like Mm. August is just a drag, you know, like because you're coming off the – everybody's all hyped up to go to Reno and then the 4th of July and then Cowboy Christmas. But everyone doesn't realize that Cowboy Christmas lasts from Reno – until the end of August, yeah. and it's just like Christmas is fun, but man, imagine going to Christmas celebrations every day with your yeah, family exactly. for a month. That's kind of and enough your, is enough. Yeah, getting your neck jerked, jerked on, on. <laughs> yeah, getting stepped on and run over, and yeah, I've been pretty fortunate so far. Knock on wood, this year uh, I used my first bag of ice last night, and it was on wow. my wrist, not my neck. You know, and, and honestly, I it was one of those when you went down last few years i was like shit that's so hard to come back from but i personally think you're riding better now than you ever have yeah i i I appreciate that um i i I know that i do too but it's because i had to because part of the reason the injury occurred was from not riding correctly and not riding right so through the injury i had to you know change some things with my riding you know i've gotten into a lot better shape i've landed the smoking hot babe over here my life's just a lot uh-uh. a lot calmer and just i'm in a way better place and it's just man it's right now it's fun i'm having more fun right now than i did when i was so 20, it's so. it's more That's fun awesome. now than like because you had a lot of fun back no, no 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 yeah. yeah, it's a different kind of fun <laughs> yeah i say that too like like you're in the uh you're in the, the the different fun zone you're not in the motley crew live wire phone zone you're like in the uh uh, Bob Marley phone zone. You yeah. know, just like to hey, just go with it. Don't worry about a thing. You know? Yeah, no, I I, I agree. Um, my, my my night was pretty wild last night. Same as y'all's. I was in bed by eleven, but 
I was thinking when you were talking about that, if 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 you have came to Puyallup before, or maybe ten times before this, and did the Motley Crew thing, then do you really have to do it eleven times? I mean, nope, nope. So nope, we paid our dues. I, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good with sitting in this bed eating I am pizza, too. drinking vodka tonics out of a blue Solo cup. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty chill now. But watching a scary movie. Oh, we watched a really scary movie last yeah. night. Yeah, see, I don't do that. This guy, I didn't even do that. This 10 guy years never ago. slept. I hate scary movies. Me too. I don't watch them. Um, so. <laughs> I, I hate when people say, oh, here comes the veteran. Oh, he's a veteran. You know, the thing is, like, uh, the bareback riding, to be a veteran, they don't have to take real long, you know. But so now that you're not a – so I'm never going to say the word veteran, but now that your experience has been riding, do you ever see some new guys come up that show up on the scene and they're just ready to spur horses and drink beer and fight the world, and you're like, oh, kids – Oh, kids. Not as many of them as you would think, but yeah, you do. And you're like... Do you ever pull them aside and go, hey, dude, uh, let's talk about what's about to happen? I I don't, because I think you got to learn the hard way. Yeah, exactly. Because I'll tell you, when I was about that age, Heath Ford pulled me off to the side once, and he said, hey, you don't have to run around being the drunkest, craziest, wildest guy here. He said, Royce is going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't listen. (laughs) That was that was when when you're when you were a rookie and and Casey kind of that that was that was a crazy time because you did have Royce Ford and Tom McFarland and Will was a lot younger. Uh, there was just a lot of uh, 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 oh, what was his name uh, that went with them. Has the mustache handle? Oh my god! Oh, Shannon Miller. Shannon, I love Shannon. Yeah, he's in Arizona he's, now. He's badass. But anyway, hello, that Shannon was... and Buttons. Hope you guys are doing good. <laughs> yeah. So, but it was it. There was the bareback riding room was pretty wild. Yeah, that's another days. thing. Uh, ten, yeah, I guess ten years ago, eight years ago, back then, back in the good old days, everyone partied. So it was like pretty easy to kind of show up and maybe be a little hungover. And you know, if there was ten guys riding. Five of them probably felt the same way you do. And <laughs> guys take care of themselves too well now. Like, yeah, I mean, Clayton is. Bigelow was in bed by about 10 o'clock, 10.30 last night. Like, I mean, you show up hungover, you're the only one. And yeah. and, and you can't be – their guys are so good. Like, I, I mean, not that guys weren't good back then. That's not what I mean. But there's a there's a stout group of bareback riders Very right stout. now that take care of themselves, you know, get rest, freaking don't run around doing stupid shit all the time. And if you want to beat those guys, <laughs> you got to yeah, do the same yeah. thing. I think that's one stereotype that I – I, I hate is when somebody's like, Oh, the Cowboys are coming to town. Look out. Well, you know, anymore, like, just like you said, if you want to win the, what it takes to, you know, you got to have your ass in good shape and you can't be doing all I the I think that's shit. rodeo in general though. Cause I mean, how many back in the day, the bullfighters room was full of marijuana, cocaine, and whiskey, oh. you know, <laughs> everybody. Now it's not like unless it's rumpered no. and uh, what? none of that stuff. I do it's that. just it's just it's white just claws, keystones, white claws. Yeah, white claws, <laughs> uh, uh, four a couple four packs of Sutter Home uh, Zinfandel. Uh, I like a red wine. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, you I used to what? travel with a guy that loved wine and performed well on it. You, you know, years ago when we were at one of the coolest rodeos that you could go to Arcadia, Florida. Uh, of course, the bareback riding's first, and Casey and Tilden are up, and they're wanting to get done as quick as they can so they can put on their shorts, right? And so <laughs> spring uh, break. Yeah, well, there's a bar right behind by the load and shoot. Yeah, this and, is March in uh, Florida, so it's yeah. warm. Right? So uh, I was like, I was not even clowning yet. I was just trucking for Frontier, and 
And uh, Heath's like, hey, you better go get in your truck. I just got it loaded. I'm like, why? And he's like, you got some helpers. And I had the key to the semi in my pocket. And I go walking up the truck, and Casey and Tilner in the truck, they're like, hey, where's the key at? I'm like, yeah, I better go ahead and... <laughs> <laughs> That that was a good day, was it? You or Casey that was talking to the guy that was popping latches? It was Casey. Yeah, that's Casey got on a Savage Nation. He of, looks out there. He goes, "Hey, fat boy, you work here?" And the guy just looks at him like, "What the hell?" He goes, yeah, he goes, "Well, open the damn gate." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you don't do that when you get on Show Stomper. You don't mouth the gate guy. No, <laughs> no, not Is that at who all. Who you got on? Uh, no, I didn't. I have got on Show Stomper. My, my record on Show Stomper is a little better than, than Casey's. Did you get on Show Stomper at, at Cody? No, that was Casey. Okay, so did you get him at Dodge City? I got on him at Dodge City That's once, right. and then I got on him at Spanish Fork. I won once. $200 when you got on Show Stomper because everybody thought you were going to get bucked off, remember? No, nah, I, I didn't. And I helped pull your rig in, and I'm like, Tilden! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, uh... I, I do remember that. That horse bucks so hard. I give Till, and I'm like, hey, man, like he's getting pumped up and slapping his, his shafts. I'm like, I know that you know what you're doing, but I got $200 riding on this, so if you could not buck off, that'd be super. He's like, all right. <laughs> you know? It doesn't matter the score. He didn't have to win. It was just a qualified ride. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad everybody had so much confidence. Yeah, I know. But I honestly, know. I, I was, was running my hand in that day, and I, I didn't really – I knew what Show Stomper was, but I didn't kind of know, and – I was running my hand in, and I heard Boyd say that he'd bucked off Bobby Moat and Will Lowe that year. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. I might be in over my head. Shut up, Boyd. <laughs> shut, shut, shut your mouth. i never seen Bobby Moat get dick slammed like when he got on Show Stomper at San Antonio. Yeah, I wasn't this there. This is a, a, a Frontier him. Rodeo horse, by the way, people. It's a bareback horse, obviously. 601. Uh, yeah. And he bucks. They bought them from some guys, though, that used to haul them to the Indian Rodeos. And fun fact. I've seen a video of Shane O'Connell riding that thing when he was like 17 at the Indian Finals. Oh, really? It wasn't pretty, but it was it was Can pretty. Can you rainy. imagine being 17 and no. <laughs> seeing a 601 by your name? No. Well, if you're Shane O'Connell, old, yeah, old mustard nuts, it doesn't matter. He's one of my favorite bareback riders. But run it back to what you ask about. Do you see some young guys every now and then with a wild look in his eye? He's got it. If I so I so the other day I walk in uh, after San Juan Capistrano. Uh, flying out of George, or, uh, John Wayne Airport and just going to go have a cup of coffee, maybe a biscuit. And here are a bunch of young guys. There was, uh, well, I think mean, Garrett Smith, he's kind of that middle-aged bull rider. But uh, anyway, it was... He's uh, probably him. 25. He's God. a middle-aged bull rider. Dick. For a bull rider, he is. Dick. So, uh, but there was... Uh, I'm trying to think. Aaron, Aaron, uh, Williams. A. A. Ron? Uh, Williams. Yeah, Williams and, and some of the bull rider young guys. Uh, and while we're on Bo that, Aaron, I have came up with a new nickname for Oren Larson. I haven't seen him in person to tell him yet, but O. O. Ren. <laughs> o. O. Ren. O. O. Ren Larson. We'll have to pass that along. Yeah. He might be here. Can you hear Carla? O. O. Ren. What? And our what? game what of rodeo that? here is O. O. Larson. So anyway, but then, but then on the end of the bar is old Shane O'Connell. And I walk in, and he goes, hey, mustard nuts. And they're like, people are in the airport. And I'm like, oh, um, first I didn't get it. I'm forgetting the story on Rump Chat. And uh, then he's like, that's what I always call Rump when I see him. Bartender, give me another one. I was like, it's 7.30 You know what, though? <laughs> Tell me if I'm wrong on this. If I were to compare a few bareback riders to, to beers, Tim O'Connell would be a Michelob Ultra. 
It's safe. A non-alcoholic O'Doul's. It'd be no. I'm comparing. <laughs> I'm comparing them to. I love you, uh, Tim. To beer. Yeah. yeah. Tim O'Connell, who is who's my friend, who listens to Rump Chat. Yeah. He would be Timmy, a, Ray, Timmy Ray O'Connell. Yeah, a tall, skinny, Michelob Ultra. It's safe. It's fun. It's low calorie and it's okay. Effective. Yeah. Now, Tilden, you would be like a Coors Light. You're fun. You you know you're not old. You're not new. You're a fun. Shane O'Connell would be a forty ounce lukewarm Budweiser. Four loco. <laughs> Four loco. <laughs> like a lot of people would be offended by that comparison, but I know Shane well enough to know he's he likes that. That that was a compliment, and I think it should be. And you know the the one thing I like about Shane is. He's got that wild look in his eye, like he don't mind when shit goes bad. Like he, and not that you guys don't, but you know, there's some of those guys like behind the shoots, they don't, you don't see the eye of the tiger. Like before Shane gets on, he's like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. he's gonna rip some heads off. Absolutely, he's a bareback rider. One other uh, bareback riding question: Is it required through the PRCA that you guys play hacky sack, or is this just something that you guys do? Um, it's not required. It's recommended. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Ryan Gray, Jason Havens, those guys used to play hacky sack all yeah, the time. So I, Lions I'm not, I, do you have a hacky sack and you, you kicking the sack when you're I don't, don't, uh, I don't have my own sack. I usually just borrow a sack or jump in, kick someone else's sack when they're standing around <laughs> well, kicking sacks. Speaking of sacks and bareback riders, uh, sack that Rump really loves, RC Landingham. Yep. He, was so butthurt because they didn't ask him to play with him at Logandale. And it was RC and a bunch of guys, upset. Caleb Bennett. And you were so I didn't, jealous because I didn't, I you, walked okay. I don't know hacky sack etiquette. They were all playing and so I just went and stood by the circle, you know, thinking they'd be like, Yo, rump, yo, hey, get in here and they're like, Hey, what's up? And they're just kicking. I'm like, Hey, hey. So, Oh, that's a good one. And they then the sack would drop and they just look at me and pick it up. I, it's I, like when you're at the beer stand and there's a big group of people talking in a circle and you kind of walk up and you're kind of trying to get in and the next thing you know, like everyone's just kind of turned their backs on you and you're just standing there looking at a bunch well, the of worst, people's backs. I stood there for ten <laughs> minutes. No one invited me to play the sack. Well, you first off, you probably had your big knee brace on. You had a blown out. My knee. right knee is perfectly hacky sack capable. Uh, yeah, but I doubt that you're, I would like to see you play hacky sack. I bet you're a terrible hacky sack player. It's, I can't see that big hoof of yours. What we're dealing sack. with right now in Logan Coach Studio is body shaming. I don't <laughs> oh. condone Just because I'm on this show doesn't mean I condone don't body that. shame me, Hambo. Think oh. about this size 12. Yeah. It's It can kick a sack. Have you seen his toe? No. You ought to see his toes. I'm not showing you my toe. I don't want to see it. His toes are the most nasty toes you've ever. Can you? I mean, I know you can. You're you're, you're really. Hey, dude, while we're talking that. about Shane O'Connell, he's got a messed up set of toes. Also, you should <laughs> like, go look at like him. Burt Davis, man. <laughs> I don't know who Burt Davis is, but of all the bareback riders in the locker room we, last year, Shane has the worst. Where's set of toes. okay? We're gonna. I tell you what, we are going to uh, take a break, but we are going to. Uh, yeah, let's 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 look at Burt Davis's. You got to show him that. We're going to look at Burt Davis's feet and get the mood right. We'll be right back. Tilden Hooper.
South Dakota. The bad man for the bad lands. Let's hear it. He's a gold-driven sex tornado sit back in time to spur the hair off one more bucking horse. He's a bareback machine, and they just won't feed him. <laughs> uh, welcome back. Um, That's a quote from Stephen Peebles, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Peebs. So, uh, yeah, we just uh, showed uh, the Hoopers Bert Davis's feet, and they're pretty grossed out now. But We're never going um, to And we also talked about bathrooms. And speaking of bathrooms, um, Tilden blessed our hotel room for us and that was very nice of you uh that you waited you didn't go yeah. downstairs at the public one you waited to get in or our hotel the restaurant or i didn't use the restroom at the restaurant where i was at i walked past one in the lobby and i thought to myself i was like you know what somebody needs to get romp back for that barrel racer and yeah get out of that's, exactly that's not crummy maybe that, I'm, it, it is, is crummy it no, is it's not the, I, it's not the crummiest thing i've ever heard but it's it's on the list at the top oh uh, okay well moving on speaking of Let's talk about rodeo pranks, okay? Now you got pranked pretty good at Austin this year. Tell us about that, because you guys all—that's pretty guys are, low on the list. You of guys good are always. <laughs> I I did something to Tilden. I immediately knew it was wrong. I walked in to the restroom, went to the urinal, started doing what you do at the urinal. And on the wall, it said Hooper takes it in the pooper. I started laughing, and then I'm like, "Wait a second, you're the only Hooper." <laughs> and I'm like, that son of a bitch, it's rump. So I don't I I think I've marked it out and wrote rump smells like dump. You did. <laughs> Which ah, wasn't nice. the most creative. No, no, but that's it wasn't great. Bad. That's dump good. rhymes with rump. You know, rump, yeah. uh, you know uh, for that's uh, off the off the cuff. cuff yeah. That's off the cuff, you know. So, and did you also say that you would like to mustard nut some people at the NFR? Yes. I don't want to say who. <laughs> Oh, this is going to be good. Good. We're going to, uh, if we can, get this on footage, please, so we yeah. can share that on Rump Chat social media. I don't know if you want to be putting up bathrooms in the contested room. I've heard the, of that going south for people. I mean, but. cameras. Yeah, they're going to, you know. There's can no you, cameras Can you hear that? They're going to the be like, next <laughs> out and shoot number nine. And then some guy, Caleb Bennett's like 92 points, and then he's got mustard all over the I'd like to see back Butch, of his pants. What if Butch Kirby walked out in the front? This just looks like pure yellow. Butch would be so mad. He's always so prim and proper. Could and you mustard nice. nuts? <laughs> could Butch you would, mustard nuts the judges' bathroom at the NFR? Um, could I? I probably wouldn't. That sounds like something. If it happened, that if I if it happened and they were looking for who did it, first place I would look, Tim O'Connell. <laughs> I I would never do something like that. No, let it be said. I love the judges. Could you imagine <laughs> Butch getting mustard nutted? Butch would Butch would be on he would be yelling at somebody on his Bluetooth earphone. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. How so, many times have you have you been around Butch and he's talking you like you think he's talking to you, but then he turns and he's like points at his ear and it's like, Oh, he sure does love that Bluetooth. So important. Um so funny story about the judges and it involves Butch. One time, a long time ago, Bob Marriott used to have a party at his house on like the off day during all those Utah rodeos on Pioneer Day, like the day they don't Spanish have rodeos. Sport. Yeah. Yeah. And so we come rolling in from somewhere, and I'm with Will and Wes and a bunch of those guys, and we're like, we're going to Bob's for the pool party, which I've been to Bob's. He doesn't have a pool, so I was kind of confused about <laughs> oh. that. But anyway, I. <laughs> Come walking up, and TJ Corco immediately grabs Will or someone and throws him in this blow-up pool they have set up out there. And I was on the phone, so I hung back. We were all in our jeans and stuff, and 
and I realized pretty quick that Kelly Jennings and and John Wright and some oh. other some other certified oh. tough guys were around there. And the, as soon as you get to the party, you get thrown in in the pool. Yeah. So I go change into my swim trunks. I'm not going to fight it. I just walk up, belly flop in the pool, get it out of the That's way. That's a good idea. Perfect. But as Smart. I'm walking Smart. up, I realized we were at a pretty good party because Ike Sankey was sitting in a kiddie pool with uh, with floaties on his arm and a snorkel <laughs> and and some goggles and i was like Whoa. Did he and if anybody knows ike that's yeah which that's took me off guard ike. i was pretty young i'd, I'd never seen this side did of did he ike. have a dip of snuff in his top lip possibly yeah. so we get Duh. up there he was awake everyone involved in rodeo in utah county that week is at this party including all the judges and uh they come walking up after we come walking up and immediately they start throwing them in the pool. Well, I mean, I'm talking Jerry Dorncamp got thrown in the <laughs> Jerry pool. Jerry Dorncamp? Uh, Jerry Dorncamp, Steve, no, every judge you yeah, know. Yeah, but I'm not going to fight. If if fighting John comes and grabs me and Kelly Jennings, you can't beat those guys up. No. With Bruce Keller just saw what was happening. He did the same thing I did. He just went and jumped in the pool. <laughs> See, Yeah, Kelly Jennings, there's no getting away from that no, guy. No, he I'm, is a brute. I'm very sad because when I started coming to Spanish Fork, they, I think, yeah, they quit doing that. Bob quit the party. So, so I'm very anyway, disappointed. they throw I all the judges in except for Butch is uh, just looked like he'd played 18 holes of golf, same as sure. normal. He's got yep. a nice collared shirt on, some slacks. And I see him and a, three or four other judges. I can't remember who. I want to say him and Steve Knowles and someone else. And there, it's right, right around the time Step Brothers came out. And you know the scene where they're like, hey, let's just walk around the playground. And they're like, no, we're going through. And then they make them eat the white dog shit. Yeah. They're over in a corner, and Butch is like, hey, we need to just leave. We'll go out the front door. They're like planning their escape so they don't get thrown in the pool. <laughs> and about that time, Kelly Jennings just locks eyes on, on Butch. <laughs> and it was over. all Oh, over. yeah, he didn't make it out. He went and grabbed him, chunked him in the pool. It was awesome. <laughs> I love Kelly Jennings, but that dude, uh, if he wants you to do something, like on the second hole at Gooding at the golf tournament, he ripped my shirt off completely off so i had to play the rest of the golf tournament with no shirt on and while i'd be trying to golf every now and then tj corco and fighting john would pull up in a golf cart and slap me in the belly <laughs> like for good luck yeah, and so. they don't call him fighting john right for nothing he's got a hairier chest than a bear i lost my wallet in fighting john's chest hair one year <laughs> it's probably still there <laughs> oh man kelly jennings so tough he let a vet sew his ball sack up at the Gooding Rodeo behind the chutes after he got hooked. So tough that once he also broke his ankle and had some screws put in it and everything. And he take he doesn't do anesthetics like he he stays awake like they do like a nerve block on him and he stays awake for all his surgeries. Uh. And uh, anyway, the the screw in his ankle. They go to the first rodeo back in Lakeside, California. And the screw is like part of it is kind of rubbing through the skin and it's making him bleed in his sock. And he kept ruining his socks. He didn't like that. So, him and Bob Marriott decided Bob <laughs> said he had some sort of really good bit for his Dremel. And they got over there on the trailer and he tried to, a titanium screw, <laughs> he oh. tried to cut it off with a Dremel out of his ankle. Kelly had to go back to Dr. Pepper Murray and have new screws put Did you in say his Dr. Ankle. Pepper? Dr. Pepper Murray. Oh, Murray. Oh, my God. Oh, that's too tough. That's. Uh, uh, I can okay, see for, for those of you don't know, Kelly Jennings, NFR bullfighter. Yeah. So uh, and now he's a high school football coach. Yeah, he called me when he when he when he first retired, yeah. and he's like, "Man, I need good speakers for this ball field." And we kind of 
talked, I kind of pointed him in the direction, but that's the last time I've talked to Kelly. Could you imagine being a 14-year-old freshman, and you're all excited for the school year, and you go out for football, and Kelly Jennings is your coach? Uh, better be tough. You better be tough. He's got two boys that are both uh, playing college football now. I think one of them, for sure, is college age and nice. playing somewhere good, and both of them are really good football players. Um, <laughs> kind of on a football-related matter. So what about, and I've never seen it, except for some Snapchats. Isn't it true that the last after the last part of the NFR, the bareback riders and bronc riders just beat the shit out of each other in that locker room? Wrestling matches. Yep, it is true. Who started that tradition? You just got done right. What me? <laughs> it was, it, okay, so it was before your time. Oh, yeah, they started that. I think, and days. I think it used to be way wilder than it is now. Same I'm as sure. everything else. But 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 there's still some. Like last year, I remember seeing Snapchats of a, a pretty like mean game of flip cup. Mean there game like of flip 38 cup. Thirty eight people. Yeah, it's like a, it's awesome. We shouldn't Did, honestly. We there? shouldn't talk Did too you much. Go? About it's like, is this like Fight Club? <laughs> yeah, I kind of think it oh. is. But last year, uh, what's the first rule? Of fight I was club? I was down there and somewhere a, a, a jock strap that the front of it is looks like squirrel hide. I guess it was down there. And, oh, I saw and Shane that. O, Shane O'Connell looks at me. He's like, "Hey, you need to put this on." And I was like, I, "It seemed like a great idea," so I did. And then I was playing flip cuff in my jock strap with the fur on the front. And <laughs> next thing you know, I look up and my wife's standing down there in the locker room with this really proud Melissa, look on her how face. proud were you? Oh, it was a proud moment. Yeah, I guarantee. But listen, <laughs> did listen, you try folks. to explain yourself? I, hey, there, no, here's I didn't. the explanation. I'll explain it right now. The explanation is you just went through 10 grueling ass rounds on the biggest, baddest mother buckers. Buckers. Mother buckers. In the world. And you are alive. Ready to blow and off some steam. you are blowing off steam. Most of you got some pretty good cash in your pocket. And it's Christmas. Yeah. You're it, done till the winter. Like you're Denver done for a week. Yeah. <laughs> so really you're, you're done till the Texas Circuit Finals, New Year's Eve. Yeah. Uh, or, or, or a lot of people next week are going to the Chase Hawks, you know. But um, anyway, that that's the excuse. Who cares? So you want to put a squirrel over your nuts? Because why it. wouldn't you? Can can you come here for a second to talk to this microphone? I we're gonna uh, welcome in uh, Tilden's lovely wife uh, Melissa. Okay, Melissa. So I gotta know when when you were going to walk down into the locker room, did you ever think you'd see your husband with no shirt on, with a squirrel cover, with his butt cheeks out? Absolutely not. But I did hang it in our garage now. So every time he comes oh, in our no garage, way. he has to see the. It's awesome. A lot of people signed it. Dallas Muncie. Not um, by his own. I took it off. Or Yeah, I think but they did, signed it after I took it off. Did Tillon try to explain why he had it on? No. He was standing in the corner up against a wall. The buttons on his shirt were, I think, busted off. And he was just posted up like this in his little jock strap. And oh, leaving. so it was little. Scroll so it was not a big one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Oh. You're well. killing me here. Uh. Did you stay down there? Or did you just go? Okay, you're busy. <laughs> I stayed down there, but Levi, I think he works for Stacey. Levi McCray. Yes, he. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. was walking in the door, and Levi's like heard me in the corner, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Your husband's in here." I'm like, "Yeah, I see him." Oh, okay, you can go now. <laughs> oh, he was trying to. Yeah, he was trying to cover for me. I uh, surprisingly, I married the right woman, and she, I think, knew kind of what she was getting into. So, I if that would have to me, but oh hey, um, so this. This thing, um, I'm, at this point, do you think you could do anything that would surprise your wife, Rump? Man, I got a good one too. And 
God bless her. I'm trying to do less things like that. <laughs> so, Every year I do less things, but I still have a few things in me. And uh, you know my wife, she thinks she uh, you're her favorite bareback rider yes. ever. She's my favorite rodeo yes. clown's wife. And every year, like, she can't wait to put you on her pro fantasy rodeo team. Ooh, sorry about those first four or five times. <laughs> 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 I'm making up for it, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I, I, I won't talk about that anymore, but... You know, that that has got to be, on a serious note, besides the uh, small uh, wiener cover of the squirrel that you were wearing, um, <laughs> the 10th day is she just... She didn't say whether it covered everything. She just said it was small. <laughs> well, I can't... It, it did, though. <laughs> it's got to be... Is it like when you get off your last horse, you're like, thank God this is over. Oh, man, it pays so much money that I would do it 10 more times. Wow. <laughs> if I, like... Wow. Uh, honestly, like by the, it's like that fourth or fifth round where, unless you're injured, I mean, cause if something goes south and it does for guys, every, and it has for me at different, in different years, but if you're dealing with an injury out there and you're already, you know, kind of beat up, then yeah, it is grueling. But like, if you're like, like the last two times I've went, I've been extremely blessed and been healthy and, and weathered the storm pretty good. And you get pretty sore about round four or five, but by six, seven, like you're, you're loosening back up and by round 10. You, you feel like you're back in riding shape and you could ride 10 more yeah. or I did. That'd be pretty cool though. If they, if the NFR was like five days and then three off and then five days, how badass would that be? Well, uh, for those of us who have a lot of shit going on all the time. Yeah, that would suck. Not for me. That'd be three more days at rump shakers, wild west bar at the Orleans hotel and casino, a boy gaming property. Ooh, good one. <laughs> Name drop. So I I, I want to look at. But do you guys drink Crown Royal and wear cinch jeans over there? Yes, we actually Ooh, do. Get your I'm American a, hat on. Drive I'm over a, in your Western Holler pickup. I'm a cinch <laughs> jeans guy too. <laughs> well, when you're over there, take a little Power Pro cinch. CBD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What'd you say? So when you're over there, take a little Power Pro CBD. Oh, we're gonna get into that in a second. But I, um, you are in these standings. It's on PRC's website, so it's probably 16 weeks old. Um, <laughs> Right now, you're at 122,000. You're fifth in the world, and you're only about 50,000 behind Casey. That's two rounds. Well, two and a half rounds. Yeah, far. That's mean, what's awesome. Like, you you are much, you're in the thick of it. What's absolutely. It? And, and I mean, if I this think... was back in the day, and everybody, you just, hell, I'm just going to NFR to make some money, win that average. Yeah, no doubt. It's, it's that, all the money that it pays out there, it changes the perspective of the whole year, right? Like, cause, Going in first is important, but there's no – I mean, Casey can't get a lead big enough on any of us out there that he's safe to just go out there and coast. Not that he would, but, you know, now it's whoever wins out there is going to be your world champion, and you have to position yourself to be able to win out there. And so, you know, just my my goal this whole year is to has been to go to enough rodeos to go in. I mean, I'd love to go in number one. Don't get me wrong. Everybody wants to be first, but – I wanted to go in wherever I, you know, towards the top, have a chance, you know, get, you know, fifty thousand, whatever, you know. But get out there, and once you get out there, you got to win ten nights in a row, and that's going to be your world champion. I think everybody's pretty aware of that, and so it's uh, it's fun. It makes it exciting. It's awesome. That's why I love the NFR so much, and that's why everybody loves it because it's uh, like you talk about reality TV. That's with all the storylines and all the stuff going on and what you draw, you know. It's, but so what if? Uh... You know, there's been talks in the past. What are your feelings on? Um, and this has strictly just been thrown around. Um, obviously, it's not happening. But 
um, about going to like a shootout on the tenth round. On the tenth round, where the bottom what's the bottom three drop off or something like that. Um, man, I think changing the format of the NFR first. No, off, I think I don't it's the think bottom it's a, five. I, I don't think, think it's, it's that great of an idea, comeback. honestly. Like I think it's a pretty uh, pretty good system right now, you know, especially for the bareback riders because if I mean. There's two rounds there where you're going to get on horses that really, really buck hard, like the Eliminators. And if, if you can't ride all kinds of horses the same out there, then then you're not going to win a world championship. And I think that's the way it should be. I think the guy that's the world champion should be able to ride the hard ones, the easy ones, everything the same. You true. Know? And I think with 10 rounds like that, it's a it's grueling, like you said. But I think at the end, when you get done, the guy that straps on the gold buckle is always the guy that should have strapped on the gold buckle. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't really like to drop the bottom five off because think about this. And I don't know, but if you're if you're fifteenth in the world and you may have had a shitty week, that tenth round you may win a round. Win what? Yeah, 30, my 2, my first year out there, I hadn't won really a dime until the tenth round, and I won the tenth round, and it was twenty two or twenty thousand dollars. I mean, it made my whole week, right? Yeah, but now now the rounds are what like thirty two. A lot. A, a lot. I, I think they're 27. Is that what I think they were yeah, 17. I think they were 17 back yep. then. And yep. I, 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 my total earnings for the week was like 22,000. Yeah, 27 but. and change to win. To win the That's round. That's just right. win. That's and then not you, counting the other, what, seven places. Yeah. No, it's amazing. Like at last year, I, I mean, and I'm sure most guys are this way, but I wasn't really keeping track of how much I'd won or anything. Cause I mean, it doesn't change my approach every night. Sure. I have to go get sure. the most out of every horse I get on. But, I would be running my hand in midways through the week and hear them say how much money I'd won up until that point. And, it, I mean, it's just like, oh, shit, shit, shit. <laughs> Hold on. Focus. <laughs> so, yeah, it's almost like you want to wear earplugs so you're not hearing all that, huh? Yeah, no. It, Except it's it'd block cool. out some Yeah, man. Teams. The NFR, it's a special deal. It's uh, it's it's freaking awesome. Yeah, standing on I, – I, I always like, because it'll never happen unless I'm running a camera, <laughs> That, but to stand on the back of those yellow shoots – you know, um, and I've talked to PBR guys. Uh, Paulo Crimber, remember him? Oh yeah, he he was like, "There's, there's nothing like you know," because he'd made the PBR finals and the NFR, and he's like, standing on the back of the yellow shoots at the NFR was so much more to him. And that was just his personal deal. Yeah, but that's just somebody who's been at, at you know at a there's- finals in Vegas. Uh, on on a high level, and he yeah. he just like there's just something about those yellow shoots and stand on the back of that sold out Thomas. Yeah, and so Mac. say no, they no they sold no, out Thomas. They and don't Mac. do other events there at the Thomas and Mac or rodeo events, bull riding events that they sell out. You yeah. know what I mean? And and that's a big deal. Like it just and all the history there at the NFR. You know, you're standing there and you're riding at the same rodeos that Louis Field rode at or Joe Alexander. You know, there's just. So much history there at the NFR, and it's 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 freaking awesome. Funny story, first first year that I made it was the first year that Casey made it also, and uh, so we're we're going over there together. You know, I'm like, you nervous? He's like, I don't know about. It. I was like, yeah, a little bit too. You know, not. I was like, let's don't let anyone know we're nervous. You know, let's, let's just we. So we made this plan, and it was kind of dumb, but we were like, all right. So there's like beer down in the locker room, and so we were like, we're gonna go down there, lay our bag down, have a beer, and let everyone know we're relaxed. We're here. <laughs> you know? We're here. So we did, and everyone's kind of looking at us like, what the hell are y'all doing? You know. So then we go out on the back of the buck and shoots, and we're getting ready. And I'm gonna ride before Casey, and and uh, Casey, I don't, he was spurring his leg or something. I don't know, <laughs> doing the Dale Brisby over there. And he's like, all of a sudden he looks at me, and he's like, Hey, uh, can I borrow your spurs? I was like, 
huh? And he's just, I mean, typical Casey, just cools, can be like, hey, can I borrow your spurs? And I'm like, sure, what, why? He's like, the rowel just fell out of mine while I was spurring my leg. And I mean, like, I'm putting my rigging on my horse, and I'm like, uh, yeah, sure thing. <laughs> so I ride, run back up the arena, and take my spurs off, hand them over to Casey. He rides his first one with my spurs. You give you awesome. money? Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, I think do you get twenty five percent for that. I, I, well, I, he owes me a lot of money. Babysitting fees, percentages, different things like that. But. You, that's 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 good. You guys are good friends because say me and Hambone were bareback riders, and I'm like, if if I was like Hambone, can I borrow your spurs? He'd be like, get your own damn spurs. You should have had this planned out. Well, afterwards, yeah. when we get yeah, back, we're, getting, we're all right. done. I am right. R- Rory Lemmel comes up to both of us, and he's like, hey. Like, just big red nose in our face. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, you two, this is the National Finals Rodeo. This isn't an FFA rodeo. Y'all can't share equipment. Get your own shit before you get back tomorrow. <laughs> then he's probably That sounds like Rory. Do the Rory laugh. You, you stupid son of a bitch. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, Rump was talking about losing the or winning the two hundred dollars on me. Once at Jackson, I had RD Mercer and uh I guess Rory had me in the five dollar Calcutta or something and I kicked over right at the whistle and this thing just plants me out in the middle of the arena, right in the middle of my back. I'm laying there trying to catch my breath and the first person I see is Rory. Tilden, you son of a bitch. He's standing over the top of me, just poking me in the chest. He's like, you cost me $15 in the Calcutta, you son of a bitch. And I'm like looking at him thinking he's going to help me up. And he just looks at me, leaves me laying there and turns around, like walked out to the middle of the arena to tell me about the $15 I cost him and then turned around and walked back off. Oh, Does that surprise you at all? Not That's at all. Rory. Speaking of some bitches, tell about uh, at Tucson when you guys all messed with Benny. Oh, uh, that was, this is maybe my favorite rodeo memory. We're, we, we had all ridden on Saturday and, and, and we, it was me, Willow, or no, Will wasn't with us. Me, Wes, Tom McFarlane, Kane Riddle, uh, Ty Atchison, Wade Sundell, Travis Sheets, Travis Sheets. Uh, I, there might've been a couple other people there. I'm so not sure. There but may be a Keystone light in drink. There was, there were several Keystone maybe? lights being drank. Well, the re- and the reason we had to stick around is because uh, Benny wanted Kane to stay and, and flank the horses because Rhett was, was gone to, uh, and Rump probably wasn't doing a good I was, job. No, so. I was picking up that year. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Not. I was picking up that year. So it's not in the arena. <laughs> no, it was. Right enough shit. Yeah. Okay. So anyway. So we we go to this Assholes. Mexican restaurant and we're we're in the beer pretty heavy and it all of a sudden becomes an idea I don't know probably Wes's idea he's like we should go to Walmart get some you know some polyester pants or whatever I don't know what you call those things yeah, and, yeah uh, polyester yeah. yeah we get our pearl snaps and our bandanas and everything and and we're like if we're gonna do this we got to do it all together because if one of us does it he's gonna kill us. You know, like, but the gang of us, he's not going to kill all of us. So we're like, all right, we're going to do it. So we get all dressed up and we're out in the parking lot having some more beers before we go up there. And and we're like, all right, okay, we need to go up as a group because if he catches one of us alone, he's going to kill us. And so we all get together and we've got, we've got his favorite nephew, Kane Riddle with us. And so we think we're pretty safe. And Kane, he, he, he's leading the group and we come walking into the, 
into the secretary's office and Kane, he's got his hat cocked off kind of the side and he raises one hand and looks in there at his mom, Dolly, Benny's sister, and he's like, hey, hey Dolly, they turn out that one son of a bitch. And Dolly looked up, all the secretaries looked up, and, I mean, they just about wet themselves laughing <laughs> in there, you know. And so they everyone gets their cameras out, and we, we go walking up to Tucson, and they're to, behind the shoots there at Tucson, and we come up a 10 deep, however many there was. And, and Benny, he's standing there giving somebody the what for, and he sees us from about, 20 yards off and just start shaking his head and he I, I could tell he didn't know whether to be mad I think he was pretty mad <laughs> but then he like kind of looked through the group I think and seen who all it was and it just went from like he just stuck his chest out and turned the Benny Butler meter up to a thousand just cranked it <laughs> yeah. up and so that day I like Tucson, that description like uh Kane was flanking we were tripping like there was ten Benny Butlers in the arena, you know, like running neck ropes, you know, tripping latches, and, and so, they were loud. And so and so Benny, he's going before the bareback. He's walking down the chutes, uh, telling everybody, you know, all right, all right now, big, there'll be one, two, three, four head of you now. Get ready, be ready when we get to you, you know. And I'm walking behind him, doing my best impersonation, you know, telling everybody now. Now see, y'all, y'all get ready now. And, and I'm looking up at the next guy, and I didn't realize we'd made it to the end of the shoots. And I'm giving this guy my best Benny Butler impression. And I look up, and Benny's just standing there looking at me, <laughs> <laughs> just shaking his head, laughing, you know. And anyway, he he goes up. This Trey Chambliss is, I think, is who it was. He was getting on Killer B, and he was just trying to be ready, you know, before Benny got there, so he didn't get his ass chewed. And so he's like got his hand in, sitting on him one or two before, you know. And he's pretty young, and and Benny he comes up there. Yeah. Oh, oh no! So, get get off that horse! See, you can't be soaking this horse. He's like, he said, if you soak him, he's gonna stall. He said, and if he stalls, he said, you already ain't gonna like him. He said, but if he stalls, he's gonna freaking kill you. <laughs> this guy just looked at him like he didn't know what to say. Benny uh... turned around. He's like, do you hear that big boy? You hear what I told that boy? <laughs> anyway, it was a, it was a great day. The committee loved it. That's one of the only times I've ever been in the sports news was when we were dressed up like well, that. They put the group photos <laughs> the in there. News. So I made it in the sports news. So it was great. And the, there's a an 8 by 10 in the committee room. Yeah, I've got it. We all have an 8 by 10 That's framed. Awesome. And it's, it is one of my favorite. Well, That's areas. cool. Tucson is such a cool rodeo, like outdoor rodeo. It's in February, so it's like, you know, it's the first one after. It could be snowing. Well, it, it could did. could be hot. But most of the time it's hot. It might be all that all at once. Yeah. But, Tilden gets there the next year, and he's getting on his horse, and Benny is really on fire this day. I mean, ready to tell everybody what to do. And so um, Tilden's getting ready. He's just about ready to nod, and Benny comes up and goes, Get out of there! Get out of there! Come on, Tilden, you got to get out of there. So Tilden goes, Get out of here? And he goes, Yeah. And he goes, All right. And he just pulls his hand on the rigging and crawls on the back of the chutes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> During the perf. Benny's like, Well, what the hell are you doing? Tillon said, you told me to get out of here, Benny. He's like, no! <laughs> <laughs> but Benny could never be that mad because everybody's laughing, you know. And <laughs> yeah. No, Benny, he, he's he's a character, but he's got a great sense of humor, really. Yeah. Truly. You don't think that... Uh after that, after you guys all wore polyester pants and made fun of him, he like went back to his room and curled up in a ball. No, and cried. I don't think so. Yeah, I, don't. <laughs> I think Benny's cool as shit, and I think he knows it. He, uh, but he did say that when you guys come walking up, I'm at Tucson that year when they're all dressed up. He turns to me and goes, "What in the hell are they all dressed up so good for?" Like he didn't get it. 
<laughs> at first. Oh, man. He, he thought you guys were truly kissing. You all colors, brown, oh, blue, You black. guys actually looked pretty nice. It, well, I, I, and I, after that day, I figured out why he wears those pants. They're pretty comfy. They're yeah. really comfy. Uh, got a, do they a lot breathe? Of room for activities. Yeah, it's really stretchy. <laughs> do a lot of good high kicks. Oh, but Benny, good. though, well, he got me pretty good one time a long time ago. Uh, the the first is it was right after I, the next year after I'd qualified for the finals and I'm in Lubbock, Texas, is getting on this horse and Benny's hanging on to the neck rope. This thing's trying to smash me and he's got one hand on the neck rope, one hand waving in the air, yelling at people. And, and Hadley Barrett starts in. He's like, you know, this cowboy won the tenth round. He's coming back from his first NFR. Da, 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 da. And Benny stops everything, looks up there, and starts yelling, "No, no, Hadley, this is that Hooper boy." And I look down there. I was like, "You son of a bitch!" And he starts laughing. Anyway, I thought that was Do you funny. like Benny enough to get on Zinger? Uh, yeah. Have you ever I, got on Zinger? I have, yeah. I have. You, I've been on Killer Bees. I've been on all the bad. I haven't rode a lot of them, but I've been on them. Did, did you buck off Zinger? Uh, you, you know, I don't think I did get on Zinger, actually. Zinger. I would ride them. Uh, good story, Ralph. What? It's just a question. It's a bareback riding question. One year Zinger well, at San Zinger. Antonio you, ran you, into the ran let out gate and then fell down on the ground and all the bareback riders were like, oh, yeah, he's gone. And then he just popped up and run off. Hi. Like, Shit. So is Zinger bad? Zinger was is he an a arm handful. Jerker? Zinger yeah. is about the size of a Mack truck. Got the intensity of 10 cities. And people the people turn him out because he bucks so hard. Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll, so when you go ask Benny about your horse, if you have a pretty nice one or one that you would have fun on oh oh now son that, that ain't really my kind of horse you're gonna have to ask red about that one <laughs> zinger was benny's kind of horse <laughs> yeah he's a killer yeah the zinger uh but he is a lot but you know nobody likes to get on him but i'll never forget that <laughs> when, when evan jane got on him at oklahoma state <laughs> <when> you're flanking <laughs> him. yes oh dude that was great yeah all right we'll tell the story you were flanking? Nothing to it. Nothing. I mean, he just almost killed is, it. Is that did he ha, did Rump have his uh, his flank man gloves on that that said what did it say? Eat, eat, shit. eat shit. Eat shit. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> I when when I would flank bucking horses, I wrote eat shit on the inside of my gloves. So when they'd buck off, I'd hold my gloves up like college football. <laughs> and the only time I ever felt bad was when this kid comes to uh, Vernon one year, and uh, he's like a just a high school kid, and he's like. Uh, are you Rhett Butler? I'm like, uh, yeah. Sure. And he's like, hey, I got a question. Um, do you know the horse Zinger? I'm like, uh, yeah. Is that you? Yeah, is he good? Um, yeah, he should be fine. So this kid, he gets on Zinger, and like the first three jumps, he's spurring pretty hard. I'm like, oh, yeah. Blows him out the back, and he lands, and like kind of lands on his back, and he's okay, kind of. So I'm like, yeah, I'm holding up my hands and say, eat shit. <laughs> And then I see him going out there, and his arm was broke. And I was like, oh, don't eat shit. Sorry, little buddy. <laughs> so that's two broke arms that we know of Rump being well, responsible for. No. Just, in, just in the last episode and this one. When you crack your bind off in there, you're telling me that you're you're ready to ride the whirlwind. Yeah, you better be. Oh, boy. Because you're hung up. You know there's uh, super punchers? Yep. That's a super flank man right here. I, I'm a great flank man. He thinks he is the world's best flank man. The worst... Uh, the worst flank job ever, though, was I was flanking at North Platte one year, and uh, Joe Gunderson had Superman. So right before Joe, I bucked somebody off. I mean, slam dunked dude off. Did you know when Joe was next that there was no chance of you bucking him off, right? Well, no. He's this, Road Zinger about ten times. Yeah. 
But so Joe G, boy, name drop. I, yeah. So I right after I, I bucked off, uh, I, I forget who got on. It was Satin Sheets, 434. Uh, so I'm showing everybody. I'm in, case you, in case you all got your day I'm sheets. Doing, huh? I'm doing the thing. You see me do it like after I flank a horse when I blow up my hands and go, oh, these are hot, hot hands. So I'm doing hot hands. <laughs> And I'm showing somebody beside me, my hands are hot. Well, Joe nods, and I'm not even holding on to the flank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Superman just runs off. And Benny was so, like, Benny just stood there and looked at me for like a minute and 20 seconds. And there was nothing I could do. Yeah. I, I like it. A couple years ago, you delved back in uh, to the flank man world, and you flanked at Tucson. Yeah. And so he flanks all week. And Bucked then, a lot of people um, off. Oh, but then on Sunday, short round Sunday. Rhett flies in, back in and, and then flanks Killer B, and they're like 93 points, and it's all over the PSN and all this stuff. That's, and what, that's what we Bear. call the Pete Gay. That's that's what happens to him every year. He flanks them all year, and then Jim rolls in for the finals and the first, them out there. Oh, the first two days uh, of Tucson, the mud was four foot deep. They give like six re-rides, and then there. it gets better. And I'm like, because of the mud, right? Yeah. Man, yeah. Not because of the I man. can't wait till the short round, and I didn't even know Rhett was coming. I'm on the back, and I'm like, oh, yeah. I wrote 570 on like a piece of tape on my wrist because I was like, I want to look at this when I'm flanking this horse, and I'm pumping myself cat up. Ray. <laughs> yeah, cat yeah. Ray. Oh, there's I a name drop. I saw him. Cat Ray. So all of a sudden, I look up, and Rhett's like, well, you can go ahead and get these horses headed out. I'm here. I'm like. So it kind of felt like I danced with the hot chick Did all week. No, I danced with the ugly chicks all week. And then Rhett got there and got to take home the homecoming queen, mm. the killer bee. Is that when Devin was 93? He yeah. was 104, actually. It should have been. That was actually pretty. I'll tell you, I'm kind rank. of an asshole. When I saw that, I know Devin and I like Devin, but I thought Devin was going to die. And uh, anyway, I stayed and watched and it was rank we didn't really know and i didn't really know who he was yeah like at the time i've been on his podcast as well now that i know him but i was like who is this guy but i'll I'll even admit it was kind of like on hot tub time machine where they're like waiting for the guy to get his arm cut off oh Oh, yeah oh like every jump that's how i felt (laughs) and then it just kept going better and better i'm like hell yeah go ahead Devin. and it wasn't like the horse had an off trip he had his trip no that's a rank if you actually look at the picture Uh, if you look at the picture right behind Glenn Southwick, you can kind of see the right side of my hat. <laughs> Did you make it into the sports news? And, yeah. That's, and, how, that's, if how, you that's know, the only way I've ever made it in. And you know where to look. And Rhett was telling you to get back in the back pens. <laughs> yeah, no, I had get a, out of the get picture, out of the Rump. Way. You're ruining get off it. The, yeah, get off the shoots, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I had my flying U-belt on, and Benny made me change, change. it. Change. <laughs> well, as he should. You cannot have any other things. Yeah, nope. Nothing but the beast last ass. Well, uh, speaking of Bear Becker, I kind of back to not something serious, but like uh, the future of Bear Becker. And I feel like we're getting some more, you know, everybody's always worried. We're running out of bareback riders. We're running out of bareback riders. But with all the different rodeo schools and and uh, like the junior NFR, like we've talked yep. about. Yep. We got some kids coming up, don't we? Yeah. I, I don't think it's necessarily because of the junior NFR bareback riding, but uh I, there, I think there's things happening right now that are really good for upcoming young bareback riders. I think Rump touched on it last time when you guys talked about this. I think the best way is getting the right kind of horses for these kids yeah, to absolutely. get on, you know, and like, not like I, I didn't have that same option, I guess, and it worked out just fine. But they also used to play with leather helmets in the NFL, and now yeah. they don't. Like, I mean, they're. There's, it's called evolution. Absolutely. And, th- and there's a lot of guys that want to do this and want to try. And I, I think if, if 
as a sport, as the bareback riders, as the contractors, I think if, if everyone kind of makes their mind up to do what's right by these guys and get them on the right kind of horses and take care of them, because guys have to learn how to ride. Like right now in the bareback riding, there's a, there's a pretty discernible line in the sand, basically. When you buy your card, if you're not one of the 15 best guys in the, in the world, it's hard, it's hard to make a living, you know what I mean, like to actually make some money because mm-hmm. the 15 best guys in the world go everywhere and win all the money you know i i think we'd be better off in our in the prca to to have a, a novice tour like like they do up in canada for the bareback and the bronc riding for sure and that way you can control the stock because i mean you can see what will happen like a guy that you know has talent and has has a lot of try and wants to do it and is learning on the right kind of horses go go find rocker steiner on instagram and you can see how well that's working you know what yeah, i mean he's and, got He's got a lot of talent, but you guys have debt. Like he's surrounding himself with dudes that kick ass. Uh, man, I, I I just got to know those guys over the last year, year or two, and man, that, like that's the way I feel when I hang out with Sid and Bobby. Is they get me all pumped. Like I I they're leave there dudes. and I just feel ten times, hundred times better. They're they're an awesome family, and it's been so fun to get that to kind guy of be a part of this. Was before his time, and you know Sid Steiner. Can yeah, you, if, if, and I've I, I made a post on Facebook. This is years ago. And I'm like, hey, this guy. View from my office today is Sid Steiner. Yeah. With his shirt off. Yeah, and it was a cool view. <laughs> Dreads. And I probably would have stared because he was so cool. But he was like, he was out there before anybody was out there. Ripping his shirt off the finals, getting fined, doesn't give a shit. shit yeah. And, but, but those guys are winners. Like, But, yeah, and around. then walked away on top. Yep. Won I, the world and walked away. Absolutely. And he was not old. No. He's in his prime. He could he could still I would he love to still build off. I would I love to it. see him get an exemption to the American. Yeah. Ooh. That would be cool. Well, that would Let's be get that test. going. I don't think he wants it, but yeah. <laughs> But no, it'd just be cool. It would be it? cool. Yeah. I guarantee you'd do it. What is he good? Yeah, as good a shape as I am right now. And I mean he's a he's a cool dude, man. And, Their and family Rocker is Bobby's in good Bobby's as good a shape as Bobby's in better shape than anyone I know. I might go start hanging out with the Steiners, drop a few LBs. What do you say, Hambo? So what uh we're talking about the Steiner family, Bobby Steiner. Uh, was the like seventy three world champion or something like? He's in the seventies. I don't know. Uh, world champion bull rider, and he's still in bull riding shape. And his son Sid uh, won the world in what rump? Oh uh, three, oh four. Yeah, okay, oh yeah. three. And no, Teddy uh, Johnson was oh. The whole family is yeah, full of winners because I, I like um, Bobby's wife. I think Jolene also qualified for the national finals. Oh, maybe yeah. in the yeah, she did. Well, they Sid's had... wife Jamie has qualified multiple times. Rocker's got a sister that's a badass also. She's a badass track star and barrel racer. Yeah, they do other sports, yeah, the water so. sports. And they and they were obviously at Steiner Rodeo. They had a rodeo company. Yeah. yeah you know, that Rocker, I seen his video from Cheyenne. It was pretty awesome. But they get but but they're at the house you get on. He's got nice horses that he can rowl out on. Well, yeah, and, 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 and you and learn mark. on those and you take they that. Mark. Yeah, I mean that horse he rode at, at Cheyenne was hypnotic. That horse was probably in the short round three years ago at Cheyenne. Like I mean Damn. that's a great horse. But that that whole that, that that thing works. Like I mean Casey Field, that's how he learned. He got on the same horse from the time he was fifteen till he was seventeen almost, you know, and like just learn the basics. And and I think I heard someone say the other day, Clayton Bigelow, same thing. And to me those are two of the very best guys in the world. You know, I mean if you learn the mechanics on the right kind of horses, you can take that mixture and put them on killer B and it works. You know what I mean? You just have to mentally be able to make yourself do it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, but um, I want to kind of get into kind of your future and what you, you and Casey got some cool stuff going on. 
Yeah, the the Power Pro CBD. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell us about this stuff. It's it's. Uh, we talked about this at, at <laughs> San Juan. Um, I'll let you take it away. So Casey, he uh, I, I right, right before the beginning of this year, he got involved with a family there in Utah that that uh, they make supplements and different things, and they've been really really successful. Super great people. I've met them just recently, and man, they're awesome. But uh, Casey got involved with the production of this CBD. They asked him, I guess, kind of what he knew about it. He'd been researching a little bit about it. Anyway, all the benefits of CBD just go hand in hand for a lot of the things you need in rodeo. It's an anti-inflammatory. It, it does a lot of different things, but it helps you sleep better at night, which I, I think all of us could use a little bit. But just the more you read about it, you know, you start to realize, like, hey, this, I mean, why wouldn't you take this? And it's all natural, right? And it just works with your body to help your body do a better job of what it's already supposed to do, you know, and in a world where you're surrounded by pain pills and medicine, pharmaceuticals and stuff like that. I, you know, over the course of, since my surgery on my neck, right? Like I've, I've tried every different avenue of things that you can do. And I mean, all natural to other things, you know, and I've had the most success with, with the all natural approach, right? Like, and, and that's just getting your body to work in the way it's supposed to. And this, this power pro CBD, like I've been taking it for since probably February, I guess, March. And, and I mean, everyone that we've had try it has great success out of it. It's, and it's not something you're not going to just take a drop of it. And it's like, Oh shit. I mean, uh-huh. instant. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like it's, it's, it's a supplement, right? So it's something you take every day and it just, you know, it makes your body start working better. And you, you know, I read some, a deal on it that said it's a lot easier to say the things that CBD doesn't do than the things that it will do because it works with these receptors in your body and, and just helps it all fire. Right. Right. And I'm not a scientist, so I, I can't, can't get, get in. into the right, and I should sure. should be Wait, able to, not. but I mean, just <laughs> yeah, yeah. Remember, trust me when I tell pitch. you, you're, it works yeah. really, really good, and it works so good. Bob Tallman loves Tallman, it. Tallman, Tallman, yeah, you guys gave some to Bob, and yeah. uh, and he, you know, who who knows Bob is, <clears throat> Bob has lived life, and and you know, and so he gets sore in his hips and his, in his shoulders and stuff. So I know there at San Juan, he was, you know, he tried it and. Uh, it's it's good stuff, but t- CBD. It's uh, explain again. It comes as hemp oil, correct? Yeah, it's a it's a well, it's the the the, the CBD that we 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 sell or whatever is a, is a full extract CBD. So it's made from the entire plant. Like right now, with CBD in general, it's kind of like the Wild West, right? Like if there's a bottle and you put CBD on it, then you can sell it as CBD. But what what you got to be careful and what you got to look for is just what it actually is, because like hemp seed oil does absolutely nothing for you right like and but it it's made out of hemp so it has probably a little bit of cbd in it you know well these guys that produce or that make the power pro the mowers they uh they're they're biochemists or whatever like mm-hmm. i mean they they formulated this stuff to like that's the cool thing about it like it's it's delivered in mct oil is what the the oil that the cbd's in and so mct oil has a lot of different benefits to your body as well and so the full extract deal means it's made from the entire plant, right? And so that creates a, a thing called the entourage effect. Like it, so, so many different things in the plant work together to make it work better to supercharge it, right? And uh, just all the things that they put in their products, as far as like you know, just the way they're made, little things like the warming lotion we have has things in it to make your body soak it up faster and better. Like I mean, it's just the quality of the stuff we put out is is heads and tails above just 
damn near. Well, yeah, because you what, you, what you can get, because I've seen it in the gas station, so you can imagine what's in that crap. Well, yeah, and that's the thing is you don't know, but our, our stuff, like it has a QR code on it. You can scan the QR code on your phone. It'll bring up four different, uh, like third and fourth party lab results on it, and it, it tells you exactly how much of each thing is in there, like fully transparent. Like the, the manufacturing facility where it's made is one of the only FDA-approved manufacturing facilities and also one of the only good good GMP, good manufacturing practice. Yeah, it's got cause... this approval that, like, very few manufacturing facilities have. And so it's just, I mean, it's like anything else. Like, I'm sure you could find some different stuff that's maybe comparable, but I, on, on average, the, the quality of the stuff that we're putting out versus what everybody else has is not even comparison. I would put it like this. If you want to find something that works – Ask a bareback rider. Yeah, that, you know and that's, that that's kind of what I tell people is, like, I, I have literally tried everything, you know, within reason to to make myself feel better, help myself feel better. The warming lotion that we put out is really good. Like, and it's easy because once someone puts it on, they, they want a bottle because it works. And it gets super hot, and then 15 minutes later, you forget about whatever you, you rubbed it on. And I was, I've for five, six years, however long, since my neck surgery and everything, I, I've been before I ride. I put like a warming lotion on my neck. I used this one brand called Sombra, and loved it. Thought it was great. You know, as soon as I put the Power Pro warming lotion on, I threw the Sombra away, and I'll I'll never use anything else. That's awesome. That's Every cool. bareback rider that I know pretty much right now has a bottle of that stuff in their bag. That that tells you how good it works. So what we're gonna do is, um, um, we're gonna work with you guys and 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 help spread this because it is good stuff and and obviously obviously you know um all all the yeah we're gonna I'm, send you guys a care package get y'all hooked up see, but, what, see what y'all think about and i'm trying guys. to describe um and i don't know this very all the terminology but the what is the htc all that's removed or there's none in it because it's hemp right no uh that's so the thc, THC that's what, so cbd and th like i guess I, I like i said i don't know i, I everything about it right but like they're both produced from the same plant. So T- works, THC is what is what gets you high, gets you stoned, Correct. like has the psychoactive properties. Like most of all the like when you when you read the arguments about legalization of marijuana and stuff, and people are talking about all the health benefits of it and everything, the majority of the health benefits come from uh, the, the CBD. CBD, right? Correct. And uh, but also like so, the full spectrum extract has 0.3 percent THC in it, and that. 0.3 THC helps it cross what they call the blood brain barrier. So it just, I mean, the, the stuff without THC in it, the, without the 0.3% THC in it works, but it just works better. The full extract yeah, with the 0.3 THC. And it doesn't do, I mean, it doesn't, there's no psychoactive properties. It's like, I mean, it's just, it, it just helps if it cross If you paid that. extra, could you get psycho? Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, we're in Washington. You can <laughs> yeah. probably go around the corner. Yeah, listen. You don't even have to pay extra. Yeah, <laughs> Do it on the way back from lunch? Yeah. Oh, we'll see what happens. Hey, yeah, well. Yeah. But we, no, I, we've been there before. <laughs> it, it's not something that messes you up or anything like that. And it's uh, it, it, it really, the benefits of it, I've I've definitely felt it. And all of our friends and family that, that have tried it, they, they love it. And one thing about our stuff, the one the one thing I've heard in general is it tastes a lot better than than the other stuff people are getting. So that's well, if exciting. it works, you know that's the thing. Like, you can take take a bad taste if it makes you feel better. Absolutely. Well, a little bit of sugar makes the medicine go down. We're gonna we're gonna put some information on our yeah, um, yeah on, and we'll, we'll get it up on we'll social get, media. We'll, IG. we'll get more. some stuff and and uh, you know, like I said, you're people helping you, people. You, yeah, you're riding better 
now than you did 10 years ago. And it's awesome to see because rodeo is better with you in it, Tilden. Yeah, it well, really is. I appreciate that. And that you're on a crown Royal box. Did I tell you that? Yeah. Yeah. We went to a liquor store the other day and right there is Tilden Hooper on a crown. Man, Royal I was box. getting all, I was getting all like heartfelt and stuff. And no, we like Tilden. It's okay. It's all yeah. right. It's okay. Do you want to finish? Do you want to cry? We just no. hugged. All right. There you go. Maybe uh, I feel better. Maybe Whiskey. you can. Maybe he can send you a picture of your squirrel covered a ham bone. <laughs> I'll get you a good background photo. <laughs> yes. No, that that's cool. No, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I have walked into a Walmart and seen uh, Steve Woolsey and Tilden and Tyler Crown Royal. That's another great the pain Crown reliever. Royal Riders. <laughs> yep. The Crown Royal Riders. Right. Yep. I'm the captain of the Crown Royal Riders. A lot of people oh, don't know that. Easily. Anyway. Easy. Well, on that note, I guess we'll wrap it up. We're going to wrap it up. What a great time with the, one of our fair, favorite bareback riders. The one hey, and this only. This is my favorite uh, podcast also. This is awesome. Yes. You, you guys are, are freaking awesome. Well, this you is didn't so have good. To say that means a lot. It's so yeah, good means a lot. For, for us. This is fun. Okay, well, if Shane O'Connell don't beat the shit out of us for today, we, <laughs> we will see y'all. We love Shane O'Connell. We will see y'all next time, y'all. Awesome. Take care. Logan Coach Studios, signing off. Bye. Stay classy.